If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 49 is found on page 400. O hear, hear ye this, all ye people, ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline mine ear to the parable, and show my dark speech upon the heart. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when wickedness at my heels compass me round about? There be some that put their trust in their goods, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man may deliver his brother, nor give a ransom unto God for him. For it costs more to redeem their souls, so that he must let that alone forever that he shall live alway, and not see the grave. For he seeth that wise men also die, and perish together, as well as the ignorant and foolish, and leave their riches for other. And yet they think that their houses shall continue forever, and that their dwelling places shall endure from one generation to another, and call the lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, seeing he may be compared unto the beasts that perish. This their way is very foolishness, yet their posterity praise their saying. They lie in the grave like sheep. Death is their shepherd. And the righteous shall have dominion over them in the morning. Their beauty shall consume in the sepulcher and have no abiding. But God hath delivered my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich, or if the glory of his house be increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth, 
neither shall his pomp follow him. For while he lived, he counted himself an happy man, and so long as thou doest well unto thyself, men will speak good of thee. He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light. Man that is in honor, but hath no understanding, is compared unto the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. At that time it will be said, To this people and to Jerusalem a dry wind of the desolate heights blow in the wilderness towards the daughter of my people, not to fan or to cleanse. A wind too strong for these will come to for me. Now I will also speak judgment against them. Behold, he shall come up like clouds, and his chariots like a whirlwind. His horse are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, for we are plundered. O Jerusalem, wash your heart from wickedness, that ye may be saved. How long shall your evil thoughts lodge within you? For a voice declares from Dan, and proclaims affliction from Mount Ephraim. Make mention to the nations, yes, pro proclaim them against Jerusalem, that watchers come from a far country, and raise their voices against the cities of Judah. Like keepers of a field, they are against her all around, because she has been rebellious against me, says the Lord. Your ways and your doings have procured these things for you, for this is your wickedness, because it is bitter, because it reaches to your heart. O oh, my soul, my soul, I am pained in my very heart. My pain makes a noise to me, I cannot hold my peace. Because you have heard, O oh, my soul, the sounds of the trumpet, the alarm of war, destruction upon destruction is cried. For the whole land is plundered, suddenly my tents are plundered, and my curtains in a moment. How long will I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish, they have not known me, they are silly children, and they have no understand, understanding, they are wise to do evil, for to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. I beheld the earth, and indeed it was without form and void, and the heavens they had no light. I held the mountains, and indeed they trembled, and all the hills moved back and forth. I beheld, and indeed there was a man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld, indeed, the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its uh, cities were broken down. At the presence of the Lord, by his fierce anger, for thus said the Lord, The whole land shall be desolate, yet I will not make a full end, for this shall the earth mourn, and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken. I have purposed, and will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. The whole city shall flee from the noise of the horsemen and bowmen. They shall go into the thickets and climb up on rocks, Every city shall be forsaken, and not a man shall dwell in it. And when you are plundered, what will you do? 
though you clothe yourselves with crimson, though you adorn yourselves with or ornaments of gold, though you have enlarged your eyes with paint, in vain you make yourself fair, your lovers will despise you, and they will seek your life. For I have heard a voice of a woman in labor, the anguish as of her who being forth her bringing who brings forth her first child the voice of the daughter of zion bewailing herself she spreads her hands saying woe to me now for my soul is weary because of murderers here ends the first lesson my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations he hath showed strength with his arm he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts he hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek he hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away he remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the, the tenth chapter of St. John. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. And when he brings them out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of a stranger. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence, that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness, to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I'm thinking uh, sometime, like, um, I, I wonder sometimes how the Ukrainian people must have felt as the Russians were building up on the border and there were like, uh, as the Bible says, wars and rumors of wars. And um, it gives us a picture kind of what's happening in Jeremiah that the uh, Babylonians are coming and uh, they're coming to punish and judge. So um, I also think of a time, I would ask you a question, I think, would you give up Jesus for $10 million? And I think most of you would answer, no, I wouldn't do that. But would you give him up for a thousand? And I think what's happening in our lives, we would not give up God for $10 million, but the thousand sometimes we take because we don't realize what we're being offered when we take it. And so we get deceived and um, people are coming after us and trying to trick us into stuff. I remember, I'm not proud of this now, but I used to uh, trade my brother, this is back in the 60s when it meant something, but he'd have a dime and I'd have a nickel. And I think I told you, I talk him into taking the nickel because it was bigger than the dime. And I think that's kind of what happens to us sometimes as Christians when we're not on our game and, and thinking about what's really important. And in, in, in that case, you know, both the dime and the nickel are, are temporal and they can't go with us. So the thing to look for is the things that aren't temporal, the things that are eternal. So Monday we broke down the Jeremiah passage into three sections. And one, one of them is what God is doing and will do and what the people are doing. And the third section is what the people should be doing. So God is, uh, in verse 13, he is also, I speak judgment against them. Behold, this, this uh, general coming shall come like clouds and his chariots like a whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, for we are plundered. So God's bringing this forward in, as a judgment because he's given these people chance after chance. And he says in verse 14, and this is what the people are doing. 
How long shall your evil thoughts lodge within you? So they're having evil thoughts. In verse 17, because she has been rebellious against me. So Israel's been rebellious. In 18, your ways and your doings have procured these things for you. This is your wickedness. And so they've been wicked, and this is what they're going to reap is the, the reward for their wickedness. And in verse 22, my people are foolish. They have not known me. They are like silly children. So they are fools, um, silly, and then verse continues with no understanding, and then says they are wise to do evil. And so wise to do evil means that they're good at it, that they practice it. And so um, that's something that I'm, I'm not sure, I, I don't think I'd be really proud of, but that's, uh, I mean, I know I wouldn't be proud of it. So just a note on verse 19, since we went kind of flying through there on that. Uh, oh, my soul, my soul, I am pained in my very heart. My heart makes a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace. Because you have heard, O oh my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Uh, this gives us an insight into why Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. He was very emotional. And he showed his emotions and his care for Israel. So what the people should be doing was found in verse 14. That's all the things they were doing. And in 14, uh, the prophet says, O oh Jerusalem, wash your heart from wickedness that you may be saved. And that's what they should be doing, is washing their heart from, from wickedness. So I think the reason sometimes we get deceived, we get the idea that maybe there's more than one way to live. And so as we go into John, we learn and, and see that there is only one way to live, and that's as God's people. And so when we read John about the um, Jesus' encounter with the, um, the, the story with the, um, the religious leaders, um, we learn that, that Jesus is the way. I mean, he makes no bones about the fact that he is the only way. He's the gate, and anybody who doesn't go through the gate is not a shepherd. They are a thief and a robber. And so when we think about it, when we're following Jesus, we're with the shepherd, and we know his voice. But anything else we go after that's temporal, that's the, that's the thief and the robber. They rob, of the present, they rob us of the presence of God. Uh, theoretically, they could uh, rob us of eternal life if we, if we don't um, give ourselves to God. I mean, that's, that's a choice that people have. So Jesus makes it, and I put absolutely in red with a bunch of exclamation points, Jesus makes it absolutely clear there is a gate, one way to enter into the fold, and he is that way. So in our culture, it's popular to think that, you know, all, there's truth in all religions and all roads lead to God, and we're encouraged not to judge. But it just goes against everything Je Jesus says here and in other places. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father but by me. So what are we supposed to do as a sheep? We have some tasks here that are for us to, to do. Uh, first is to know his voice. Uh, second is to flee the strangers that come in as robbers. Stay away from them, Don't the robbers and the thieves that come over not through the gate. And the third thing is to follow the shepherd, to follow Jesus. So we continue in Lent. We set aside the things of the world that we draw as we draw closer to God. And how much closer do we draw to God? Each of us should ask God to reveal through his spirit what it is that we need to put aside and what it is that we need to take up in order to um, draw closer to him. And I think one of the things that's a problem is when we compare. So my Lenten task is going to be different from yours, and yours will be different from somebody else's. But if we've gotten it from the spirit, then our job is to follow our task. So each of us has a path to draw closer to God. Let's uh, continue with the intercession on page 590. And we'll start, we'll start with our uh, personal intercessions.
And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue.